Hey, Richies, is there something you've been dying to ask us about? Like, what was the craziest thing that happened to us when we were valets in Hollywood? Or how many times are we going to have to listen to Brooke talk about being in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? The limit does not exist. (laughs) Well, here's your chance to ask us anything. We're going to pick our favorite questions to answer on our upcoming Even the Rich holiday episode. Send us your questions to eventherich at wondery.com. That's even the rich at W-O-N-D-E-R-Y dot com. The deadline to submit is Friday, November 11th, so get them in. Brooke, one thing out of maybe a trillion, I feel like, that we've learned <laughs> since starting our podcasting journey is that there are always going to be people out there who like to analyze what we say and how we say it. Yeah, I feel like that's just the nature of the beast. Like that's Mm -hmm. once you're on a public platform. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) talking about a public platform, Jessica Simpson definitely knows this firsthand Mm -hmm. and times infinity probably compared Mm -hmm. to what we know it. Uh, she literally can't do anything without having every one of her actions and soundbite be immediately overanalyzed by all kinds of online basement dwellers <laughs> slash detectives, depends. <laughs> um, and that's exactly what happened with a recent video that she shared to her social media. Yeah, a lot of people have commented saying that they're concerned about her, um, but she clapped back, basically being like, uh, back off. Yeah, you know we love a good celebrity clapback. I love a clapback. Oh, what's the point of having hands? I mean, preach. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner Williams, and I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Wednesday, November 9th. and you're listening to Rich and Daily. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Brooke, I think one thing we've learned, or rather relearned basically every day here, is that mm-hmm. fame is very much a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. You know, on one hand, you have money, you have power, you have status, you don't have to stand in lines. <laughs> but on the flip side, you're constantly in a glaring spotlight and always under a microscope. 
It's like, hmm, (laughs) trade-off. Right. Exactly what a Libra loves. Oh, boy. Uh, And (laughs) and Jessica Simpson knows this very well. She's been subjected to public scrutiny, honestly, nonstop, it feels like, oh, since she became a pop star in her teens. You know, we talk about this a lot on Even the Rich, available available wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's deja vu all over again for her. Because after a video was posted to Instagram last week, she's finding herself fully under the microscope of a bunch of people whose opinions don't matter. <laughs> yeah. So the video is an ad for Pottery Barn Kids. And in it, Jessica is like showing off the bedroom of her three-year-old daughter, Birdie. Hi, I'm Jessica Simpson. And welcome to my daughter, Birdie's room, designed by Pottery Barn Kids and a little bit of me. I was really drawn to the geometric prints and the color scheme. This really, to me, is Birdie's personality. Thank you, everyone, for checking out the adorable room of Birdie Mae Johnson. Really cute bedroom, I will say. It is really cute. I I would have loved to have... I didn't get bunk beds. My brothers did. And there's (laughs) something about climbing up a ladder into a bed that Mm. just... Yeah. Plus, they had so much room for activities. activities. I was just... (laughs) (laughs) They're unstoppable. So, obviously, celebrities are endorsing shit on the internet all the time. That's what this might seem like at first. Um, But that's not what it seemed like to a lot of her fans, because all they could focus on after the video was posted was her well-being and speculating about it. Uh, People just... Truly flooded the comment section, pointing out that her behavior in the video seemed concerning. One person wrote, what happened to her face? She can barely speak. Shame. Um, other people commented on her body, of course, because God forbid we leave that out of the comment section. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying she looked sickly and like she was on drugs. Um, other people were commenting and saying something seemed off about her. One person wrote, great, we saved Brittany. Now we got to save Jessica. Hold on, girl. We're coming. And Matthew Rosengart was like, excuse you? (laughs) Don't you dare stand back. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I will say, like, her her voice sounds like this a lot. Mm -hmm. It does. So I don't know that this is necessarily, I mean, I don't know. I think we got to let people live. We do need to let people live. And I know I keep bringing this up, but this is Chadwick Boseman all over again. Yes. No, truly. Like, some comments were like, you know, Selma Blair's voice changed once she got MS. Yeah. And there were comments about her voice. And it's like, well, you know, I understand, like, a lot of the comments did seem like genuine concern for her mm-hmm. well-being. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Like, I, I understand that. But again, like, we don't, we don't yeah. really know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta come with love. Yeah, for sure. these kind of things. Yeah. And just the speculation is so unnecessary. It's like, you yeah. can think what you want, but you don't need to be like, oh, this looks like this or, oh, it sounds like that. And it's like, you don't mm-hmm. know her. You don't know what she's going through. At the most, all you should be, and also at the least, is just supportive, you know? Yeah. Be like, great yeah. video. Can't wait to spend my money at Pottery Barn Kids or whatever. But like... Which, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Pottery Barn is a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to Phoebe on Friday. I have a friend... Who's been waiting like a year for a table from Pottery Barn? Oh my God. And I'm like, well, I will not be shopping there. Well, I guess I won't be sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so, this kind of response, you know, that Jessica got for the Pottery Barn ad was similar to the response that happened when she shared an ad that she made for Flow Nace back in April. 
Um, online people were very quick to point out what seemed like slurred speech. Um, she was reading from cue cards, very obviously, and mm-hmm. there was speculation that it might have something to do with alcohol or drugs. And I can't be more clear here. We don't know what, if anything, is going on with Jess now. And our job is not to speculate because mm-hmm. it's just, it's never going to be our jobs. It's not anyone's job. Um, well, until the end of the episode when you ask me a question and I speculate. Well, I mean, speculate <laughs> about people's health. We don't I do know. that. I'm just kidding. I'm just um, kidding. But in the past, um, Jessica has been very vocal about her struggles with alcoholism. Yes. Um, in her 2020 memoir, Open Book, she wrote that she turned to drugs and alcohol as a way to cope with the trauma she experienced as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, which we also talked about on Even the Rich. Mm-hmm. And she also wrote, I was killing myself with all the drinking and pills. And she said in late 2017, she was pretty close to rock bottom and that she was mad at how self-medicating allowed her to stay complacent and numb. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's reading her struggle and, you know, how she came out of it is very inspiring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's been through a lot. Yeah. A yeah, lot. A lot. And she managed to get sober in November of 2017 and says that she's remained sober since then, which is another huge feat in and of itself. Yeah. Um, So, you know, with people questioning her behavior in the Pottery Barn video, she's clapping back saying, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Uh-uh. So on Sunday, she shared a video um, to Instagram of her, like, sitting in her studio, and she's singing along to her song, Party of One. And in the caption, she said, people's comments and judgments can still hurt deeply. And she said she's trying to block out destructive noise. And then to really reinforce the fact that she is sober, she wrote, Mm -hmm. the most important thing I have learned through the last five years without alcohol is that I can and always will get through it. She also said she was feeling anxious and insecure, but also angry and defensive. And she ended the caption by saying, nothing and nobody will rob me of my joy. It's one of those things where it's like, I like see sayings that are like, protect your joy. Mm-hmm. And it's so much harder than it sounds. Uh, it really is. <laughs> really is. I mean, just go driving on the 405 and you're like, well, <laughs> there goes all my joy. I will not do that. Thank you. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, Brooke, you know, it's time to speculate on Jessica Simpson's life. Okay, great. <laughs> this is what we're all here for. Um, I don't know. Am I, should I just put on another layer of clown makeup? <laughs> Are we ever going to get to a point where strangers... <laughs> Stop pulling apart every single detail of a celebrity's life. No, don't be silly. Never take that <laughs> off. Never wash it off. Um, get the waterproof kind if you can. Um, I just like again. I'll just reiterate. I understand having concern for somebody's well-being if it's truly from a place of love and concern. Yeah, but like these comments about like people looking like they're on drugs and things like like they gotta stop. Yeah. They just got to stop. You can, If you want to think I'm fine, you don't need to comment them. Well, my thing is like, and absolutely not saying this at all, but like if you are talking about somebody who actually is struggling with an addiction or is on drugs, you commenting like that, do you think that helps them? Like, right. Like, yeah. what is your end game there? You think they're going to read from Sasha789 and be like, <laughs> oh, my God, she said I look like I'm strung out. And I am. Thank God <laughs> Sasha789 said this. Like. What yeah. are they what are they hoping is going to happen? Right. I just think I it's know. like it's... would you say that in person to somebody? Exactly. If That's you're something not you should say ask it yourself. in person. <laughs> Although some people would. That's I know. the problem. And you know what? If they would say that 
like if this were me and somebody would say that to me in person, it's like, I invite you to because I would love to see how that conversation goes. <laughs> but I think we could weed out at least 90% of these comments. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's a small group of people that would say that to somebody's face. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's hard enough to exist in the world and <laughs> struggle. We're all struggling with our own things. And it's just like, speculating, coming after people who are truly trying to live and do their best is not Mm -hmm. the way that we help them do that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder... Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.